Welcome to the Hallmark Cafe. I'm Michael. And I'm Diane. Come on in. Your table is ready. That's right. You know, I was thinking I should probably say your Christmas table is ready. Oh, maybe so. Your holiday table is ready. Yeah, I guess your we should. Your holiday table it, is ready. Yeah. Well, it's, we haven't changed it all week because <laughs> there's been a lot of it's holiday been movies. holiday. Holiday it's after been holiday. Holiday, movie, movie Christmas, after movie. everything. No, this has been a big week. It has. We talked about some of the big movies last weekend. And, you know, I was reading, and you know, we never talk about ratings, and I don't really want to get into all that, but... Uh, I do. Tell me some okay. ratings. Well, yeah, okay. I think it's fun to see how everything is stacking up, because, you know, it, it's it's sort of a, a visual sort of feedback for these movies, and for all the people that, uh, you know, oh, that's who, true. who make the I movies, think... how just, it's, you know, it's great to know that you did good work, and you're out there, and it's everybody's enjoying it, but when you see the ratings, you realize how many people are enjoying it. And All right, we'll really talk good. about ratings, but not talk very about much. The ratings. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'm the only one I'm going to mention is that the it built more Christmas premiered, of course, last the previous you know Sunday, Sunday, and it reached 3.1 million people, and that's huge that's numbers huge. for it, what was three wise men and a cable. Time? I, don't I don't remember those remember. numbers. You, do you think up. I got the numbers for those? I don't I have the numbers. Uh, not the tip of your fingers. No. no, I always do this. I always throw, yeah, it's like, <laughs> throw you okay, a question like that. Oh, I have shoot. not researched. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> No, it's uh, 3.1 is huge for any audience today yeah. on cable. I mean, that's yeah, a, yeah. a huge number. And so I think it's pretty amazing. And the other movies of the weekend did really well, too, with you know well gives over me, you, a million me, viewers, maybe two million viewers. It gives so, me hope for humanity that people yeah. would rather watch... Hallmark movies I know. the news. I, I know. I, I, or even football. I mean, I just, I'm really happy about that because, it, it, you know, Hallmark movies are the best of us. I know. You know? It's always I, the best of us. I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to get on my, hey, can I get on a high horse? It is our company. Yeah, no, that's uh, true. But I do believe that we need more positive programming, programming yep. that brings people together. Keep it coming. There's a lot of negative stuff out there. And these programs, you know, whether you like them or not all the times, or you might see some flaws in them, they're still really trying to do something really, really yeah, good. So yeah, that's true. So I mean, as we say, not every movie makes the menu, uh, but that doesn't mean that they're bad movies. No, exactly right. It just right. means that somebody had a better one that we like better, that's all. <laughs> or there's, oh, that's, Speaking of that. Or, or that we can relate to one better than another. Yeah. So. so speaking of, of that, you know, we always say that not every movie makes the menu, but it doesn't mean that just because it's not the main course of dessert, it doesn't, it doesn't deserve to be on a list somewhere to be watched because they're they're all worth watching right and some people will like they'll have their own menu uh, so but we decided that since there are some movies that maybe didn't make the main course of dessert uh they they definitely deserve a mention so we decided to come up with a new something on the Drum menu roll, please. called a place at the table yeah so it, it deserves a place at the table exactly yeah so that's that's our idea we're excited about it we're going to initiate that later on in the podcast in the program, today you'll yeah, find out yeah. what the place at the table movie is for this episode for this episode so. so why don't we get down to it because uh i have a lot to say on this on this main course <laughs> like three pages of and synopsis. people are wondering what is and the main without course without a spoiler so tell me uh t- the, the main course is 
uh, for our pick this week is Holiday Road. I, I admit, I did not think I would like this on my, um, you know, initial, when we go back and listen to what I said when we did our previews, right. I didn't think I was going to like this one. And I said yes, because I love a road picture. That's right. So, so let me have some Plus, I thought they might play the famous Holiday Road song, which mm. they Spoiler, don't. Spoiler, they don't. But, you know. <laughs> That's okay, too. <laughs> so give me some ingredients on this. Well, Holiday Road, directed by Martin Wood, written by Gina Matthews Excellent and director. Grant Charbot. The composers, Robin Andrew Hughes. The cinematographers are the Talbot brothers, Graham and Nelson. Oh, they're really good. They're good. Uh, editor, Gordon Rempel. And the production designer is Jason Ray. And this movie was a very, very ambitious movie. When you take all the number of characters that Diane's going to explain to you in Put them in one movie, and I'm not going to tell. There are a lot of moving it's parts. Gonna be a, it's going to have. There's so many characters. We're going to have to yeah. play pickleball with this one. Right. There's you know? the, oh pickleball. So, <laughs> so pickle pickles can be in the cafe. Very noisy pickleballs. So, so pick, um, pickleball. But you know the Talbot brothers. They have to. They need two of them so they can be four times as True. good and as anything the, else. And probably the most famous movie they did was last year's Three Wise Men and a Baby. That's right. Which was excellent. So they they do great work. And, you know, they're brothers who can actually work together. And that's, you know, impressive right there. So I mean, you could probably work with your brother. Well, they're twins. So it, it oh, twins you're not, helps. You're so. not a twin. No, no. That I know of. But I could work. I've worked with Different my brother ages. before. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. So. All right. So uh, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to give you some of the synopsis here, uh, a couple of the main characters. But I want us, when I'm finished with this, I want you to go through the cast list because they all deserve to be. I shall. Called out. I shall okay. do it. So, uh, so Holiday Road, this movie revolves around an influencer called Maya. Uh, my my way of the highway. <laughs> Maya <laughs> way her, or the highway. Her, you know, uh, Instagram, I guess. is you know, it's, That's what it is. I mean, basically, I'm not sure they what call it that. What is she on? I don't, well, she's that, an influencer. She's an influencer yeah. on a platform. I don't know what Put it that way. I don't know if they mention anything. I don't know either. But each of the nine characters in, in this film play an important part in this very original road movie. And you love road movies. I I'm, do. I do too, but sometimes they can be a bit much. And I thought nine characters in a in a van, I'm not sure I'm going to like this. And I'll be right up front, I'm kind of an introvert, believe it or not. I'm a performer and an introvert. I do know that and about you. In crowds, I can't ha handle it. It's like, that's why we don't have kids. Because I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> They're like go outside only and play. handle me. So the the um the thought of of this movie even as it started it was a little frenetic for me and I'm thinking oh I don't know if I can get through this. I don't know if I can get well, through this. Well, you're not the only one. I I conversed with a lot of people online and a lot of people had the same yeah. problem and I after seeing this movie I said you know stick with it you know I know well it, let me let me continue because yeah. I'm going to get to that so at an airport in Portland Oregon we begin to be introduced to all these characters uh, who find that their plane to Denver has been canceled due to bad weather now Dana played by Sarah Canning is sort of the ringleader who has the idea to rent an SUV and drive to Denver together. But lots of people evidently have that idea. You know, we've done this before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it comes down to the last vehicle, which goes to Clay, played by Warren Christie. Unfortunately for Dana, she kind of antagonized Clay at the coffee stand earlier, so it may not be easy to convince him to yeah. allow him to share the van that he's rented. The so last moments when you irritated somebody, you never thought you'd see them again, and then you and do. And suddenly you need and them. And you've irritated them. Which is a great life lesson. It is a great don't life lesson. Don't irritate people. No, because you don't might need people. them five minutes from now. Or so. they may need you, or there may be something right. you know, that, that, that has to happen where you have to get along. So, 
but the group prevails, and they're on the, the road at last. So what ensues now is a, a trip we all, uh, here's how I put this, we all at first, I think as an audience, I'm, I'm going to speak for everybody. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not everybody feels this way, but him. I'm going to speak for them. We all kind of feel stuck on this trip. I mean, that's how I felt. I right. felt like I was stuck in this van with all these people. Like, right. oh my God, what have I gotten myself into? Uh, but the, the writers do a great job of making the viewer feel uncomfortable. This is oh, a, yeah. They're doing this on purpose. They're right. making all this energy, all these people. You just know there's going to be problems. You don't want to deal with it. Nope. And the writers just really, they just brilliantly make you feel exactly the way they want you to feel. Yeah. Which is, oh my God, yeah. I can't handle this. Yeah. So uh, the only thing that could be worse is if it was a, Van full of small children. <laughs> For me, anyway. So, oh, boy. But just like in real life, once we start getting to know each other, even the irritations of somebody else's issues become part of the adventure, and then we feel empathy, and we start to feel for each other, and, the, and you can bond at that point. Right. And at that point, you don't feel like there's nine people in there. You just feel like you have, uh, you know, nine of your best friends in there, or nine of your not maybe not best friends, but nine people who you enjoy being with. Right. I mean, you're at least all on an adventure together. Yeah. You're trying to get someplace. And so. nobody's really mad at each other. And, no. You know, this this whole cacoph- cacophony of um, frenetic energy is sort of diminished by the fact that now you know them and you know where they're coming from. Right. And you know, and you start, people who have em- empathy will like this movie. That's right. how I feel. If you don't have empathy, you're probably not going to like this movie. Oh, well, I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm, I'm making a blanket statement. No, it's a blanket. It. It's a blanket. It's like right. saying if you <laughs> a wet blanket. So it's like saying if you if if you don't like Tabasco sauce, then you're gonna you know. Oh, hate you're this, bringing hate up Tabasco meal. sauce again. But you know you're gonna hate the eggs if you if you don't like Tabasco sauce or something. But you know I I really think it's true that people and but the thing is most people do have empathy. That is true. That is very true. We're all born with empathy. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We're all born to love each other. And things happen in life that can crack that shell. Well, but- I, this is the thing that I got from the movies. As the movie starts, it's it's uh, showing uh, Maya on her right, live right. feed talking like she's just out there and she's using like the world as her oyster. That's her background. It's her I'm the set. only one who counts. I'm the only one that counts. And I'm you're talking- in my shot. <laughs> yeah, you're in my shot. <laughs> you're in my frame. And, and it... It's kind of strange, and we realize a lot of people do this. This is what yeah, we do yeah. online and stuff. It's almost become more normal than not. Right. It's, you know, and it's, it's and it, when you think about it, it's kind of weird because you're talking to people out there as if you know them, you know, and that's kind of strange too when you right, think about right. it. So the movie kind of shows how uh, alienated and apart we are, and right. sometimes, just like online, people will say things that, well, I can say anything I want online because nobody knows me. They don't know where I am. They don't, you know. They have no filter. They have no filter. Or empathy. For or the empathy who because might be they're just it. making little remarks that right. might be very hurtful, hurtful sometimes. And so the movie starts out showing us in real life kind of what's that like, what that's like. Uh, but then it reali- then it shoves us all in a van and realizes <laughs> we've <laughs> all. Shoves us in a van. That's funny. That's all, what it feels like. We've all got to get along, you know, and it's, it, the, the van becomes a metaphor for our modern world, I that's think. That's true. Yeah. That's the way I looked at it. And then that's what made the adventure interesting for right. me. And what was really. See, we can't give each, each. We can't even do each character's backstory without spoiling the well, movie. We can so say we a little. No, no, we can't, really. I'm, t- I'm telling you, if you do, I'm going to turn off your mic because right. it's really important because. Wait a say, minute, I've got the control of the mic. I know I, you I, do. I'm way far away from the board. <laughs> but 
it's really important that you watch this movie without a filter. I it's true. And so uh, you have to, in order for the formula to work, where they've shoved us all in a van and yeah. we're very uncomfortable <laughs> at the beginning of this movie, as, as viewers, in order for it to work, you have to experience everything from, from, the, from ground zero. You have, right. to, you have to experience it. You have to and, you know, look at each character as if you're on the van with them. And if I give you any backstory, then, you well, know, you know, we've then, all heard, then we've, you're not going to have that. You're going to have heard, a pre predecided thing. We've, <laughs> we've all heard stories of, you know, people on a plane, somebody gets upset, somebody, you know, some goes, somebody goes wacko on a plane and they're yelling or screaming or whatever. That's why we don't fly anymore. That's why we don't fly anymore. But <laughs> they forget we're all in it together. If you're on a plane with everybody... You've all got to get there. That's you know? right. And so this van is kind of like that, you know, to me. Or it's a smaller, very small metaphor for life. Yeah, that's what I think know? so. And so that's what the writers were going for. And so. it was a big commentary Brilliant. on today's modern society of online and people saying things and, and how mm-hmm. sometimes people are terse and short with each other in real right, life, too. Right. So I thought that part was really good, and I stuck with it, and I really it, encouraged people. It actually people, didn't take long. No, it doesn't take long for you to realize, oh, we're all in this van together. You start together. liking so these people. You start, or at least you're curious about them. Yeah, but that's true. Because they're yeah. all different. Um, they all come from different backgrounds. There are a couple um, of scenes right off the bat that just yeah. nail you, you know, They're really, seat. really good. You're, yeah. You, uh, and, and also, every one of the actors in this movie, are they're terrific. I mean, yeah, all these yeah. are actors playing characters really do a great job. Yeah, and, and it must be... Um, well, we'll talk about this in a bit, but Martin Wood did a great job directing because he he's got to take nine different characters, actually more than that, when you get through the whole movie. Right. And he has to, that's a lot. That's I mean, a that, lot of characters. Because, you know, most of the time you have sort of supporting characters. You might right. have three or four or maybe five, but they're still supporting characters yeah. that aren't in the scenes all the time. I mean, technically. But you've got people, all nine characters technically in the Technically, Sarah the Canning and Warren Chris are technically the leads, but it's really it an, feel it's like an ensemble oh, movie. Oh, yeah. yeah it and and feel they would like probably be the first to tell you that, too. Yeah. It's an ensemble movie, and uh, you, you have to give each character a chance. And I just, I thought that was great. Because think about it. If you had just the two leads or if you want to call them the two leads, I still think of all of them as leads, but um, as co-stars. But if you took everybody else away, the movie, I don't know what they'd do. It would right. not be a movie. No, it wouldn't it be would a movie. It would just, yeah. you know, yeah. so. Uh, but I will say, one of the characters, Ember, played by Brittany Willisey, and you might remember her, you you and I both yes. admired her as Tracy's duo partner, Lee Corley in Chesapeake Shores. She's in this movie, and here it's comes, really great to see her. Here comes the free fall. It's really... Yeah. <laughs> I was, you almost got me to sing that. <laughs> it's really great to see her again because I just loved her in that. And she does that, and without giving anything away, she does have a beautiful amazing moment voice. singing she, a she, song. She sings a rendition of, I will say this, she sings a rendition of Amazing Grace, and there's not a dry eye in the van or on the sofa, right. for that matter. Right, and it's live. On the sofa it's for real. us. It's just, yeah, it's really, even really the second good. time through, yeah. it made me cry. So. She turns out to actually be one of my favorite characters yeah. in the movie. So I, I can't think. I think they all are my favorite. I know. Honestly, I, I agree with it's you. It's like yeah. every time somebody's on screen, you go, oh, that's my favorite. And then somebody else is on, oh, that's my favorite. It's well, just a bizarre, uh, should, interesting combination. We've talked combination. about these characters. No, you're not, you don't want to talk about what's happening to them, but should we tell well, you them? Should, you should at least mention their name are. and their ca- and their, their, right. their so, names and the characters. Other people in the van are Sarah Canning playing Dana, Warren Christie playing Clay. Uh, then we also have Princess Davis playing Maya, the influencer. She's great. She's fantastic. Kiefer O'Reilly plays Ben. He's the son of uh, Trisha, and they're on their way to an interesting adventure uh, yes. in this yep. van that is pretty cool. Um, and she's played by Enid uh, Ray Adams. 
Uh, Sharon Crandall plays uh, Lee Ling, and her husband is played by uh, Ryan May. Uh, they're a Chinese couple, and they speak a lot in Chinese, but we get all the subtitles. Yeah, subtitles. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Um, and then we have uh, uh, Trevor Lerner as Dusty Redford. and uh, He's amazing. He's an elderly gentleman who's just, his performance is I kept saying, also the, even the second time, you know, I kept saying, who does he remind me of? <laughs> he reminds me of his voice. Who, it's not Edgar Buchanan. No. Edgar Buchanan. Yeah, he reminds me. Wasn't he Uncle that, Joe Uncle in the Joe, Petticoat he's, Junction? He's moving kind of slow yeah. in the junction. But yeah. he, he just, you close your eyes, that's the voice I hear. That that really dates us. Like, we watched that show me. when we were like yeah. five. Okay. Yeah. So, but you always see Edgar, Edgar, Edgar Buchanan in the old westerns. But anyway, somewhat similar to his voice. And of course, we mentioned Brittany Willisy as Ember uh, uh, Craig. So those are the main characters in the band. Yeah, and they all do a great job. Yeah. And just fantastic job. Exactly. Absolutely fantastic exactly. job. So uh, now I, I had some random things written down. I do too, so go ahead with so, yours. Well, I, my random, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what can we call this in, in restaurant vernacular? I mean, uh, spices maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Cond- condiments? <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know. know. Anyway, uh, one of the things that I loved was the mugs at the diner that they went to. Oh. I love those mugs. We have right. to get some in the cafe. Yeah. I have to find out where they got those. The mugs were great. And, uh, and the other thing is... Um, you know, Fort Langley features prominently in this. We've it's talked our about... Our favorite, favorite town in the world. We've talked about Fort Langley many times. This is outside of Vancouver. If this I could movie live there, I would. was made in the Vancouver area. And Fort Langley is this wonderful little town. And, of course, they arrive in a town on their journey, and they're, they're stopping in this town. And it is Fort Langley. Uh, and we knew exactly where they were at all times. Yep. It's pretty funny. It's really fun. Oh, they're in the antique store. Oh, they're coming around the corner of that. Look, there's the grocery there's store. There's the grocery store. <laughs> we know Oh, that, that place isn't actually where they where they where they, where they showed them to me. But no, that's right. there's the bridge going to the RV park on the island. You know, so yeah. we we knew everything, and it's pretty cool. It just kind of makes us feel kind of at home because we love that, that yeah. little town. Home so. and little yeah. homesick. So yeah, it's true. But uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is that Warren Christie, he was also in one of my very favorite movies uh, from long ago, Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Yeah, and that is with uh, Brooke Burns and Henry Winkler. And if you haven't seen that movie, they still show that. Movie. I know, but yeah. the, it's on Hallmark Movies now. Well, they still shot in the without network, commercials. too. It's one of the older movies they still play yeah, on the I know, network. But yeah. if you want to see it without commercials, oh, yeah. go to the Hallmark gotcha, Movies yeah. now. But that's a really great movie. It's one of the ones that really put a stamp on the modern, if you can call it the modern uh, Hallmark romance. Right, so, right. And uh, I, uh, what do you have? Well, I just said there's a couple of things I really like. There's one line I particularly like in the movie when one character says to another, you cannot teach someone to dream and then not let them dream. I thought that was a great line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and there's a real strong and maybe obvious message at the end of this movie. That, well, uh, the, the one line I have is, yeah. if you connect your self-worth to what other people think, you will never truly be happy, which could have come across as very preachy, and yet it doesn't. The no. way The way it's laid in there is just... But it speaks to our modern times. It really does speak to our modern times. I mean, we're so influenced by everything online and all the other things that it's... And at the uh, same time, the movie is hysterically funny. It's got some funny moments in it. It really does. It really does. I mean, you can can have all the haul-outs you want, but (laughs) I I keep saying it. There's that haul-out line again. (laughs) You can have all you want, but I will take one of these every day. This movie is outstanding. It really is. so we now we talk about. I want to talk, discuss with you one more thing. Okay. Because one of the things we always will most often say to each other after the movie, we'll right. look at each other on the sofa and say, "Okay, who is the hero of this movie?" All right, we do say and that because we believe that in a, any movie there is one 
hero. There's always a hero. There's always a hero that everything revolves around. And so I, I have, I have my pick for that. But I don't know if we should. I don't think we should say. I don't know. Can we I think, without spoiling? Well, anything? I don't think maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should ask the audience. Let's when, ask the audience when you, when you watch, watch this it. show and all of these characters, because I mentioned all the characters. Which one do you think is the hero of right. this movie? And why? It's, and why? There's a test on this now. We're going to have you go to the Facebook group That's right. and, just and answer the test. Answer question. the test. Because we, dis- we decided who we thought was yeah. the hero of the yeah. movie. Actually, yeah, because yeah, I, I knew what I wanted, and then yeah. you came up with three others, and I went, nope, nope. Then nope, I agreed nope. with it. No, you're right. That is, <laughs> it's this one. That character is the hero. Because, yeah. you know, end. it may not be who you think it is. So. You may think it's one at the beginning, and then you're in the middle. Right. You may think it's another, but by the end of the movie, what? All right. So, so we would love to know. Who you think is the hero of this movie? That's your challenge this That's week. That's your challenge this week. We challenge you, and if you don't take the challenge, you will have to do the dishes. But, <laughs> but <laughs> check out Holiday Road. We liked it a whole bunch. Yep, and we'll be right back with dessert. I'm Sharon Taylor, and if you loved the Hallmark movie, A Merry Scottish Christmas, then Taylor's Croft is the place for you. With a huge selection of authentic Celtic gifts and goods from Scotland. Ireland and the UK, here you can find Scottish kilts, accessories, bagpipes, clothing for women and for men, Harris tweed bags, food, candies, a complete Outlander section, Celtic jewellery and more. We are located in Grand Junction, Colorado and we ship anywhere in the US. Go to our website to order today at taylorscroft.com and tell us that you heard about us on the Hallmark Cafe. From my homeland to yours, cheerio for now. We've recorded two original Christmas songs on our two-song single, Christmas in Maine. There's snow on the beaches and ice on the lakes And the glow from the fire is all that it takes To warm all the love for you my heart contains I'll always treasure Christmas in Maine of our Christmas songs are available on Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and others to download or stream. Or visit thekillins.com to hear these songs and more of our music. Well, and I we're, we're back. M- I wanted to be first. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Man, I always say it first. I know. This time I wanted what to say it I were back. What happened to that? Boy. Say it now. Go ahead. I were back. Okay, but the good. music's gone. Wait a minute. Okay, the music's back. I were back. Okay, I'm fine. Hey, but the accordion tells you once again, not only we're back, but we're back over in the UK. That's right. And, you know, you just heard our, our sponsor, Taylor's yes. Croft, and uh, we just want to remind you that if you want anything British, anything Scottish, anything Irish, that's the place to go, and she ships everywhere in the in the, uh, in the the U.S. I have to admit, I found so. the rest of the Roundtree Fruit Pastels today, and I ate the rest of them. They're really good. Oh, 
Sorry. I thought I hid them better we'll than that. Back, no, we'll have to go back to the store. <laughs> I know. <laughs> back to Taylor's Croft. You know, she pays us in candy, <laughs> so that's that's a pretty good deal. Back to Taylor's Croft right so, away. But, you know, I did want to say this is... Uh, for this movie, which is Christmas in Notting Hill, uh, yeah, is, is our dessert today. And uh, one of the things they talk about is uh, our Christmas crackers. Aye, we and do. we yeah. have Christmas crackers every year. It's been a family tradition yeah. for us. And uh, we just want to say that if you want real Christmas crackers, not the kind you get from you know the department stores, but from really imported crackers right. from the UK, look online with Taylor's Cross. She's got them. And she's got them. So I, I have a lot of pictures of you and your family, with us and your family. Oh, there's so much with fun. With all the, the crowns, wearing the paper crowns. Uh, you never stuff. know what you're going to get, the, the wee candy in there. It's, yep. and the, yep. it's just, I love yeah, that. Uh, so Christmas in Notting Hill, what are some ingredients in this, Michael? Well, this movie was directed by Allie Liebert. And Allie Liebert, we know, is a longtime Hallmark actress. And yep. she has worked her way into being a director and a fine director at that. She did a great job with this movie. Written by Alex Yonks. She did a great job with the script. The producer is Edwina Forkin. The composer, Michael Richard Plowman. And the cinematographer, Peter Robertson. And the editor, Robert Lawrence. And I will mention again, the production designer. I'm trying to bring in production designers now. And that's Eleanor Wood. So, uh, Any relation to Martin Wood? No. I don't think not. so, because she probably might be not. over there in and England. She probably so. is. So. Maybe they know each other. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, the, the recipe on this one, uh, Sarah Ramos plays Georgia Bright a special education teacher, and a really good one, by the way. Her scenes with the kids yeah, are just Yeah, at phenomenal. the beginning are great, yeah. She even makes me like kids. Yeah. Oh, that's so a big thing right there. Thing. Yeah. She travels to London, England on Christmas break to spend Christmas with her younger sister, Lizzie, played by Joelle Ray. While there, she runs into Graham Savoy, a star footballer uh, over here, I guess we'd call them soccer players. Uh, Let me just say. You call them footballers. Now, when I growing up in Scotland as a wee boy, we played football. Right. So we got to America, and football was a completely different game So with the when same you were name. a little kid, like six years old, and you were on the playground, and they said, let's play football, you were like, yay, and then they tackled you. That's yeah, that was funny. bad. Or <laughs> let's play soccer. And I thought, what the heck is that? You know, we didn't yeah, know. So true. it was confusing. But in, in, uh, in Great Britain, it's really football. Football. That's the thing. So... Uh, anyway, uh, he's uh, Graham Savoy is a star footballer played by William Mosley, who is injured and recuperating at home. Georgia has no idea who Savoy is, and it's so refreshing and unusual to Graham that he just kind of goes along with it. He kind of laughs at first, like, yeah, you really you don't know who I am. <laughs> like, right. But he kind of slides right into it and, and then uh, just ignores it and just has a good time well, being himself. It's fun for us because we imagine if you were a celebrity or a star, how great it would be if people didn't know who you were and you could just be your real self. You know, that was kind of exciting. I guess it would be. Well, yeah. I think it would I be. I guess it would be. But you know what was interesting is, is uh, how... He just handled all the fame with such a plum. You know, he was gracious to everybody, even though he was like, you know, mom, <laughs> like right. some of the time, like, oh, don't introduce me. But he was uh, never, he never avoided a chance to sign an autograph or be nice to people. He was, that uh, was really I, well I played. That was really well yeah, played because yeah. I have a feeling that's how they are. A lot of these star athletes, because they know how much well, influence they have. I've had, and you've had, a Worked with a lot of celebrities and yeah, country stars and actors. Yeah. And I've always, my whole approach was always to say, hey, how you doing? I, I've never asked for an autograph and all that stuff. I, I, I think all, they always appreciate, they're just, you know, just treating them like another professional or yeah. person that's, that's there working. And I, just, so, I just, like when I lived in New York City, the, the code was if you see somebody, which we saw people. I remember passing uh, Christopher Walken on the street one day. Wow. I'm like, 
well, I think I was going to a concert, so it was in the evening. But you just keep your eyes straight ahead. Don't say anything. Just leave them be. Or you know? he could have scared the heck out of you, but maybe he not. Probably did a little. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But you know, I think that's. And, I think that's. Yeah. That's probably you know one of the things that that people who are in the in any kind of profession right. pr- appreciate. So yeah. and yeah. and I like that about this movie. So, yeah. but it was pretty funny that she had no idea who he was. Yep. So uh, then. <laughs> You add to that, unbeknownst to Georgia, Graham's brother is Henry, played by Peter Rothwell, and Henry's about to propose to Lizzie, who is, as we know, Georgia's sister. So Georgia knows Graham, but they haven't all been together yet. Right, so they don't so he know. So she doesn't yeah. know that Lizzie, uh, that uh, uh, um, Georgia knows Graham, so she right. wouldn't bring it up. They just keep saying, oh, you have to meet Graham, you know, Henry's brother. And... Uh, uh, so it's it all comes to a head when she figures it out. It's like it's so much fun to watch. The That's whole, a good scene. The whole scene where she can't, Georgia can't figure out why all these people keep yeah. looking at Graham or, or saying hi or, you know, like there's a paparazzi following person. him. Like, yeah. Don't look now, but there's a guy with a camera <laughs> and uh, the uh, a very polite paparazzi who said, "Oh, no problem." I've uh, very British. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that how they are over there? I don't know. I haven't been good. followed by know. paparazzi in quite some time. Quite. So. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Let's see what a wee lad. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, when when he finally reveals, she says, well, who what? are you? Who well, I gotta, are you? I got to say, what? I used to host pledge breaks on PBS and National. Oh, yeah, that's right. And one time I went into the, you know, the, the gas station store and this, this person was saying, I've seen you. I've seen you. <laughs> like, yes. Well, that's nothing. Remember? Uh, so I wanted to say, did you did you give us 50 bucks last night? We had given you a cassette exactly. on the movie. I don't know. So. Well, you, do you remember with, uh, quite some time ago, if you, if people out there remember the, the uh, home improvement show Flip or Flop. Oh, Flip or Flop. And yeah. uh, one day, we were one week or whatever, we were out in California. We were on vacation. And this is years and years ago. And uh, 15 or 16. We, yeah, yeah, you looked online and you said, hey, they're doing the reveal and they're calling for people if you want to come by. And, you know, those people that would go by at the end of the show and talk about the house. And well, I like the floors. I, yeah, those yeah. stairs I are nice. I like that uh, thing. The kitchen. Uh. And uh, so we, you saw it and you said, hey, let's go. It's in, <laughs> it's in uh, where was it? La, La, La Puente. La Puente. La Puente. La Puente. And uh, so we went out there and we had the best time. Hardly anybody went. Uh, we got to hang out with all the guys behind the scene. I am going way off you're, script here. You really are. But it was so much Just, fun. So we made the show. We made, we have a, a kind of a We're in part, the show. We're in the show. We go and, through the show. And we talk to them at the end. They left that part in. And then we're leaving and you hear uh, Tarek say, oh, those could be our buyers. <laughs> Like, we're from Colorado, babe. We are we're not moving like, here. But it's so much through. fun. It was so much fun. Anyway, so that show might still be running someplace. Well, the, so. the, the, the reason I bring that up is that people still will say to us every now and then, didn't I see you, you on Flip, flip or Flop? Or flop? <laughs> Did you ever <laughs> Did buy, you that, buy that house? Oh, La, La and how many of our friends would say, you're moving to La Puente? <laughs> <laughs> That was great. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, man. Anyway, right, you get, digress. Let me, get, let me go back to this. So now Georgia has a big decision to make in her own life. Should she take a teaching position in Indiana or take a job as a traveling special education teacher in Europe? And now since their mother died, she's always done the practical things. Right. She's always done everything to take care she of Lizzie. The, she was the mother, yeah. she, everything. So, um, so she's got a big choice to make. And, uh, and then Graham, of course, has a choice to make. He's, he's been injured, of course. He's recuperating. And it's taken a little longer to heal up. And he has to decide, is he going to retire or is he going to come back, keep playing 
until he wants to retire later. He wants to have that one big he, victory. He, yeah, yeah. yeah, so you'll have to watch the movie to figure out what he chooses, but uh, it's really, f- it's just so much fun, this movie. There's lots of great scenes. Um, of course, we talked about the, the Christmas crackers, which she thought were Santa crack, uh, crackers, uh, edible with crackers with pictures of Santa. Yeah. And then there's also, uh, the, the, the one of my favorite scenes is the pantomime show. Oh, which, that's let's gr- not give that away. Because that's a really good and, one. And it's a first. traditional. A yeah. first for Hallmark, oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. A yeah. first. And well done, Don't Ali Lieber. Well done, and the editor, everything. Yeah. And then, uh, so, you know, it's the small, though. The, the one thing I love about this movie is that it's it's totally opposite than Holiday Road. Yes, it's and, more intimate. And, and it's there's a lot of, there's some humor in it, but it's everyday natural humor. And there are these intimate scenes that make the movie. Right. And they're not... Um, a lot of times I think maybe the people that make the movies can get tempted to use the humor to draw people in, but then they stay there. Right. You know what I mean? They cover up all the really good, juicy scenes yeah. with too much humor. And from what I've seen, uh, most of the time, the Hallmark movies really get it right. They they allow the intimate scenes, the, the smaller scenes, to, to really be large because that's what develops right. and, the character. And, and think about it. We've been to France this holiday season. We've been to Germany. Germany. Yeah. We've been to Scotland. Scotland. We've been, now we're over in London. It's yeah. it's really exciting. And there's another one coming up where we go to Norway shortly. Oh, so, that's right. I uh, was in Norway. I can't wait to have that one. I, I, I hope it makes the menu. I, so do I. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, it's it's been really great, all the places that we've been able to travel to in these movies. And this one is one of my favorites. It's just, it's I like the way the cast works with each other. There's a lot of humor. But you really care about the characters, and the yeah, locations are true. great. It just feels, it feels very cozy. You just want to get your cup of tea out, you know. Oh, and, yeah, uh, that tea you know, scene. It, I love any time. Yeah, when you see the tea scene. Because if you go over to England, there's, it is always, and yeah. when I grew up, it was always tea time, you know. So yeah, it, yeah. It, it just makes, it makes me feel quite at home. So You know, so. It, it made us have tea today, actually. We did, I said, let's have a cup tea. of tea. So yeah. when, and, and also when it comes to tea time, it's not just about the tea and scones. It's about the conversation you have over yeah. the tea. It's a, it's a time to kind of unwind yeah and if you're by yourself it's a time to reflect on the day yeah and if you're you know you're with somebody else it's a time to have a nice uh, conversation it was always time to talk about the day right. you know so, so I, I love that so uh i think uh that's why that's why this one made the menu for me just all the yeah. little scenes and, yeah. and it was just so much fun likable and cast not to mention if you probably thought yeah. mosley was a pretty good looking guy so oh him yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Well, you uh, know, and there was that one scene when they walk out onto the soccer field. Oh, great and, scene! Um, yeah. It was, it, you know, watching it on TV, it doesn't do it justice. I've actually had yeah. this experience where I, I sang the national anthem in, in Fenway Park a long, 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 long time ago. Yeah, in Boston. Well, let's put and that tape up. On no, <laughs> no, it's actually not bad. We got a tape of it. It's yeah. not bad, but uh, no. Uh, the um, I also sang the Canadian national anthem. That oh, that's night, right. So that was fun. Uh, but walking out on the field at ground level, the green is so green, yeah. and the 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 the, the sound, uh, it's just amazing. It's an amazing feeling to walk out it on is, the field yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so her her giddiness at being able to just whack a soccer ball around is just. I get that, and she actually, it felt like, to me, it felt like she was really having fun at that moment. It just seemed as like a, as a As an actual yeah, actor. It just seemed like it, I like that, so. yeah, yeah, so. Let me, you want me, a couple things I liked about the movie. First, yeah. the movie starts right off the bat with an Elton John song, Step oh, yeah. Into Christmas, which was really nice. So that kind of set up the, you, you knew where you were, 
And that was nice. Of course, I liked the location. Uh, later on, they do a dance to a David Archuleta song, so there's more music in, in the movie, yeah, which is yeah, nice. Yeah. There's a couple of references to Ted Lasso, which are pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a kind of a, like an answer to, I think there was a scene in Ted Lasso when he was talking about Hallmark movies, so they kind of answer it oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very okay, clever. That's funny. It's very, very clever, so uh, you don't want to miss that, especially if you've seen seen any of that series. So, um, so I, I, you know, those are the things that, that stuck out to me yeah. on the film as, as being really unique. So Yeah. So that's all good stuff, and uh, I think uh, we really recommend you watch this movie. You're going to have a good time and go to Britain and and uh, have some tea and scones. Wander so around Notting Hill. Go to the so, pub, yeah. whatever. So uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is this new little item we, we were going to call a place at the table. And this is not going to be a long synopsis or anything like that. We're just going to—it's just going to be really a mention and a couple of uh, and some ingredients. And uh, this week, Michael, what's our place at the table? Well, it's the movie that was on Friday night, our Christmas mural. It was directed by Tara Johns and written by Alan Donahue. And this movie stars Alex Payton Beasley and Dan Janot. And it just kind of drew me in. I watched yeah, it. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that I would like it, but. I really liked it. It was it's really good. It was a very simple story about creating a mural for a town, um, and uh, but it, it does it does what a lot of Hallmark movies do really well: those kind of smaller, intimate stories. Movies about healing. Movies yeah. about moving on. Movies about yeah communication. Yeah. And in this case, we're a sucker for art movies. Anyway. Exactly right. Yeah. And then there's some scenes in here about art therapy, which are excellent. And uh, nice. Janot a, yeah. is. Really great. Yeah. I mean, both of these actors They're very, are very, very good. Yeah. Likeable. So. And um, it's one of the few times that I see two characters start out oil and water and then they come together very, very smoothly and mix together well. Maybe You're oil, oil, oil based and, and water based. We're going to go there. So We've been married too long. Too long. <laughs> So uh, that I, we, we really like this movie, and uh, we, we encourage you to check this one exactly. out Exactly. Well. So that, that we deserved thought a mention. it deserved a place at yep, the table. place so at the table. Go. So I think I'm ready to go, like, order some things from Taylor's Croft. That sounds good to me. We have to, to pick up our Christmas crackers this week because, you know, They'll they're going to run gone. out. Yeah, so get your Christmas yeah. crackers early. Um, but don't forget to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We've got the stars. You can give us a bunch of stars. You can tell your friends about us. We've got the... Facebook group, and uh, and of course, we've got the Instagram page, and you can email us. Info at hallmarkcafe.com. Exactly. So write to us if you'd like to. Uh, in the meantime, I guess that does it for this edition of the Hallmark Cafe. Where love is always on the menu. Hallmark Cafe is a copyrighted program produced by High Horse Productions. Our theme song was written and performed by Diane Killen, and the Hallmark Cafe illustration was created by Daniel Killen. Be sure to find Hallmark Cafe on Instagram and check out our Facebook group. <laughs>